When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to The Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM, with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Oh, yeah. This is a good double D. Hey, welcome back to The Morning Show. Great to be with you on a Thursday. Remember this song? I'd forgotten. I was like, this is such an 80s bop. And then it comes in. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. Do you remember that song? I've literally never heard that song in my life. And I was hoping that we would listen to like more than just the intro because I was like, God, I kind of want to hear the more of this song. It's kind of a jam. I'm going to download this song today and I'm going to put it on my phone because I I buy all the music that I like. I, I mean, I stream, but I'd love to have actual the MP3s. This is Captain QB and the Big Boys recorded in 1979. You weren't even born in 1979, were you? No. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no wonder. No, 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 it's okay. I was like, no way she remembers this. I remember the song. I was, how was I? I was six at the time. But just growing up in the 80s, I remember this song playing, the San Diego Superchargers. That was such a cool thing that happened back in the 80s. Of course, everyone remembers the Super Bowl shuffle from the Chicago Bears. That's the most famous one from 1985. Everyone remembers that. The Bears were so good and so cocky. They were like, we're going to, before the Super Bowl, we're going to record a song called the Super Bowl shuffle. That's how good they were. They knew they were going to the Super Bowl. And then there's a, a Buffalo Bills fight song, not the Marv Levy one. There's one guy singing <laughs> about the Bills. There's a couple rap songs out there. I think about different teams in the 90s. This is a thing that never happens now. Like maybe you get a team, a team name or a player dropped in a rap song by Drake or something, but you're not going to see these team songs, I don't think, ever again, right? unless it's really cheesy and local. But I love these. I'm trying to think of the last one. Was it Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa? Was that even a Steeler uh, song or was it just Black and it, Yellow? It was more about Pittsburgh since he's a Pittsburgh guy. And all their teams are Black and Yellow. Like the Steelers are Black and Yellow. 
the Pirates are black and yellow. The Pens are black and yellow. So it was more about love for Pittsburgh than anything else. But that's pretty close. I feel like that's the that's probably as close to a modern day song about a city that you're going to find that's really cool. They don't exist anymore. Captain Q Not being Not like big specifically. Voice. I am pretty sure that like Lil Wayne's done some songs, maybe about New Orleans. I'm sure there's, I think he did one on the Packers too. The Go Pack Go one, it wasn't as popular because it wasn't as much of a jam. Because like black and yellow, I yeah. think you can appreciate even if you are not a Steelers fan and even if yes. you're not from Pittsburgh. And that's what I like about that Chargers one. Like that was catchy, even if you don't like the Chargers. But yeah. I do think they should go back to the Super Chargers. That sounds yes. awesome. It is awesome. Empire State of Mind, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. That was a good ode to New York City. But as far as a sports team, like mm-hmm. a song just specific to a sports team, oh, those have gone by the wayside. I wonder what's going on with Captain QB and the big boys. Maybe they're playing some club. I don't know. San Diego. They got one. You know, they have a whole, they have like four or five songs that they love to play, but everyone wants to hear Superchargers. They ain't go Chargers, go. Ooh, another Whoa. blast from the past. Wow. Jenks, do you remember that soundbite? Because now the tables have turned, my friend. It's my turn to say, oh, oh. do you even remember this? Because that very soundbite, uh, I think it was Governor, Governator Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh. when he was the governor, I believe, of California, went to a Chargers game. And <laughs> he led this like speech where in his very thick accent, which... How is he in the United States for so long and his accent doesn't change? I don't understand that. I don't but know. He said, go Chargers, go. And go it was Chargers. like a running joke. Yes, between like me and my friends. I think this was like 10 years ago. And I know it's a very yeah. specific reference, but that is what I remember um, when it comes to like little nuances about the Chargers yeah. and pop culture. Go Chargers, go. Go to the chopper. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to the chopper. Go Chargers, go. Go Chargers, go. And there, there's also a nice little pause between Chargers and the second go. It's like, go Chargers, go. Play that again, double take. <laughs> we Play don't even again. need the sound bite. I know. <laughs> go Chargers, go. <laughs> But, Jenks, this was the last yes. time the Chargers were actually good. Like, this is back yeah. when they were actually running the AFC West because I forgot about this. The Chargers used to be the cream of the crop when it came to the AFC West. I believe they had run won yeah. the division for four years in a row during that stretch. I believe it was 06 to 09, if I'm not mistaken. But will we ever see the glory days of the San Diego, or excuse me, L.A. Uh, Super Chargers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good i will say before we actually start previewing this team it, do yourself a favor if you like stand-up comedy listen to bill burr's rant on what a great man arnold schwarzenegger is because remember he had an affair at one point and he was getting some criticism and bill burr goes off on he's still a great man and basically starts with his career in austria to all the way up to close to present day it is really really funny what's not so funny chelsea was how the Chargers ended their season last year, which is when they were in the playoffs in the AFC wildcard game against the Jags, they led the Jaguars. And I knew this, but 
you know, sometimes things are so astounding. You have to triple check yourself. And I had to triple check myself, even though I knew this was true. They gave up a 27-0 lead in the playoffs and lost that game to the Jags, 31-30. Only four times has a team had a 27-0 lead in NFL history, regular season or postseason. Four times have we seen a team rally from that sort of deficit. So that was an absolute gut punch of a way to end the season. As for this year, win total at MGM for the Chargers over minus 130. Under is plus 110 to win the AFC West. They are the second favorite, plus 300 behind the Chiefs at minus 200. To win the AFC, 14 to 1. To win the Super Bowl, 25 to 1. To make the playoffs, almost a coin flip. Yes is minus 115. No is minus 105, but 96% of the money of BetMGM is on. Yes, BetQL says the Chargers will finish 9-8 and eight with a 51% chance to make the playoffs. So what is your take on the Chargers after that? I was going to say dismal. That's not a strong enough word. That absolute just ass kicker of a way to end the season last year. Yeah, Charger's going to charge her, right? Isn't that the normal phrase in the lexicon these days? Is because this is not a one-time thing. It feels like the Chargers are supremely talented. They've got all the talent on paper. They've got a quarterback that people have compared to Aaron Rodgers when he was younger. And Justin Herbert, if you watch him play, you're like, okay, this guy is somebody who can absolutely compete with all of the stud quarterbacks in the AFC and take this team to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's bad luck. I don't know if it's bad coaching. I don't know if it's a combination of everything because that's usually the case when something bad happens to a sports team. But this is almost like if you were dating somebody and they had one huge red flag and it was something that you really (laughs) couldn't get around because how can you trust a team that cannot hold on to leads and still has the same head coach? Like, can you trust this team? I feel like I have trusted the Chargers before and I have Mm -hmm. placed actual money on Justin Herbert to win MVP before. And I will say this is not his fault. Some of these blown leads, but still it feels like my heart can only take so much before I'm like, okay, girl, it's time to move on. That red flag is red flag in here. Uh, No more betting on the Chargers for me. Do you think that I should give the Chargers Mm. one more chance to, you know, prove me wrong? Well, here's what I like about the Chargers. And here I have basically a two-pronged take. Two-pronged take? What does that even mean? Here's the thing. They did hire... (laughs) Get to the PowerPoint. Get to the PowerPoint, Jacob. Now, let's start here with the first prong of my presentation, which is (laughs) Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator from the Cowboys. He is the new OC, and I think this is a guy... We saw this last year with the Cowboys, where... Kellen Moore is not afraid to put up points and put them up quickly, which is so bizarre to me that Mike McCarthy wants to slow things down and run the football. Now, we don't want to be the number one offense. We want to be the number one team. Okay, guy. Anyway, I think Kellen Moore is a great offensive mind. I think he will get the best out of this offense. But can the Chargers stay healthy? And Chelsea, they've got to do it now because they have so much talent. Austin Eckler has more touchdowns over the past two seasons than any player in the NFL. Mike Williams played only 13 games last year. Keenan Allen 
played only 10 games last year. They drafted Quinnen Johnson out of TCU. He is fantastic. I watched him tear up Texas a couple times. He can flat out play. So they have a ton of offensive talent in place, but they've got to do it now. They're not old, but these guys aren't in their primes. Like Keenan Allen is 31. Mike Adams, or Williams, I should say, is 28. They're not old, but in the NFL, it is a young man's game. And with their injury history, with the fact that they have a new OC, they've got to put it together this season. They've got to do it now. And A, it depends on them staying healthy. And then B, can they do it with a guy like Brandon Staley leading the way? Because he made some terrible decisions last year, including playing his starters in week 18 and getting some of those guys injured before giving up that incredible lead to the Jags. So you got to stay healthy. And also you got to make sure your head coach is making sound decisions. I don't know if either of those things can happen. I wonder if the front office called him into their offices and said, hey, you need to watch this PowerPoint and we're going to give you a two pronged (laughs) answer on why you shouldn't have made these coaching decisions, because I feel like that is something they could and probably should do after those boneheaded decisions. But I think the other problem is they have a supremely talented offense and I think they're going to put up a lot of points this year, but Mm -hmm. look in their very division. If there is any offense that it is hard to outduel, is going to be Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs. And usually, I'll say this, the Chargers play the Chiefs pretty closely. Usually you mm-hmm. take the points when you're getting the Chargers, you know, plus seven, seven and a half against yeah. the Chiefs. But still, when you are in the division with such a juggernaut, it puts you at such a disadvantage because even if you are very good, you may not win the division and thus your path to the Super Bowl is going to be a lot harder because you're not going to have the home field advantage and all the perks that come along Mm -hmm. with being a division winner. So I think if the Chargers maybe were in a different division, maybe my opinion would be different. But Mm -hmm. I mean, when you're looking at head coach quarterback duos, like who's better than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes? Like Justin Herbert is really good. I think his potential is sky high. But when paired with Brandon Staley, kind of dumps him down just a little bit. So I still think that the problem is, you know, lurking in their very division. And it's just going to make it harder for the Chargers. Although their schedule is not that difficult if you look at it all the way around. They still play in the division with the Chiefs. No, it's true. And and when I talk about how they need to do it now and this, I don't want to say their window is closing. They still have Justin Herbert. But even defensively, like Joey Bosa – Played in only four games last year because of a groin injury. Khalil Mack, solid player, but he's 32. Not quite the player he once was. Derwin James is great, but J.C. Jackson is a guy. They signed from the Patriots, signed a massive deal. He was so bad last year. He was benched in week six. Then he comes back the next week, ruptures a knee tendon. So, man, it's just like injuries up and down the board for a team that is not one of the younger teams in the NFL. If I will say this, we know their offense is going to be very good. If their defense can step up and be better and healthier than they were last year, then the Chargers could be formidable if Brandon Staley doesn't throw a wrench in the plans. Right. This seems like the ultimate, like, fix-me team. You know, people who always date, like, fixer-uppers? Like, this is what the Chargers look (laughs) like. Yes. Because they have good bones. They have a great offense. They have the number one piece that most teams need, which is a great franchise quarterback. 
uh, have some good pieces on the defense. They have a Bosa brother, but no, the red flag is too much for me. I will keep it moving. Girl, you've got to stop. You've gone from Josh McDaniels to Brandon Staley. I need you to go with someone else, okay? These fixer-uppers have to stop. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.